Have we started? Uh, <laughs> Episode number 83. 83. 83 of, of Fill Me In, a crossword podcast. <laughs> Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, no? I shouldn't put my coffee there. It makes the microphone tap. Tap? It makes it tap? No. It makes it. It makes noise on it. Is what on it. it does. A tapping yeah. noise, perhaps. It is. It's my coffee cup. Uh, what is, what is, I'm feeling better this week. I'm feeling worse. You are feeling worse. This is like, uh, what's that movie? Freaky Friday. Yes, I am. I'm Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm Lindsay Lohan. Wait, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan? Is that that who was in it? Who was in the original one? That was Jodie Foster and And somebody Patty Duke. Patty Duke. I don't think it was Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster was in Candleshoe. No, wasn't Jodie Foster as a little girl? In Candleshoe. In Freaky Friday. No, it was Candleshoe. Okay. Who was the, who played the little girl in the original Freaky Friday? Mike I thought Nosnagel. it was Patty Duke. No, I thought she was the adult. Was she? No, I don't know. I didn't think she was in it at all. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I want to know who was in the cast of the original Freaky Friday, and if anybody out there has it on DVD, can you please rip it into a, a file that you can email to us? Email it to us. We'll watch it and then uh, and also talk em- about it some more. <laughs> also email us Candleshoe. Yeah, I've never heard of Candle. What is Candleshoe? Candleshoe is this great old Disney movie with Jodie Foster. Candleshoe. Candleshoe. What do you do? Just take two random words and mash them together? Do you have a new word? <laughs> no. Pickle <it's>... press. <laughs> Candleshoe. Where's the pickle? It's over here. Uh, we don't need it this week. We don't need it this week. Good. Uh, uh, Candleshoe. That's the sound of me throwing the pickle. <laughs> uh, everybody who's watched Candleshoe, write it. In stop and... saying that word. Stop it. It's. It's. I'm gonna kill you in a minute. Just stop it. <laughs> Just write it and tell us how much you enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Okay. Uh, what is on today's show? Today on the show, this is a film me in. It's a, it's a what, what do we do? We talk about puzzles and things? It's a crossword podcast. We've already gone over yeah, this. Yeah, I know that. But, you know, we're going to talk about nonsense that includes, well, we have a puzzle of the quarter month. We do. Yeah, we haven't had that for a while. But by request, by request, we are bringing back puzzle of the quarter month. Yes. We have the ever, ever ever popular thunder round and ryan is going to give us his latest diatribe on sticks versus canes yes all of that happens after these messages uh oh viewer mail opening it up our first viewer mail of the week comes to us from our friend Crosscan. We have to. We're very sheepish about oh, that. Oh, cross can, cross can, cross can, cross can, cross can, cross can. <laughs> Some weeks ago, we said that we were going to mention cross can in eight consecutive episodes. Why did we say that? Uh, why did we say that? He did, had done something. I'm sure we did something that obviously we have no remorse for. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. Uh, but anyhow, uh, in episode 82, we neglected to say cross can. Well, we did, but we cut it out. That's true. It was part of a useless story about golfing. Uh-huh. Uh, which and, we cut out. Which we cut out, so we lost Crosscan's name, and we didn't realize it. So Crosscan writes to us, subject of his messages, the unmentioned. <laughs> it appears you don't know the meaning of either eight or consecutive. <laughs> to repent, I suggest you either, one, buy me a Grimaldi pizza, or two, name the pantheon of completeness after me. Now... We have a couple of issues. I have a couple of issues. First of all, it's the Pantheon of Completists, not the Pantheon of Completeness. <laughs> uh, yeah. However, it has now been named after you. Yes. 
Um, by, by default, since we're certainly not going to buy anybody else a Grimaldi's No, pizza. we are not. Although, I don't know, I think maybe we should go to Grimaldi's. In yeah, February. we can do that. But we, 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 we have retired from buying people Grimaldi's pizza. Yeah. But, if anybody wants to come with us to Grimaldi's, that's yeah, and I'll tell you when story. we're not going to go. We're not going to go. What was it like Saturday night? Right. Because that's when we went last. That's when we went last year, and the place was packed. Right. Packed. Packed. But we could go and get pizzas to go and bring right. them back to the hotel. Right. right, right. Anyway, uh, the Pantheon of Complete. It is now officially the Jeffrey Krasnick Pantheon of Complete. Does he have a middle name? It is the Jeffrey Crosscan Krasnick <laughs> Pantheon of Completists. There you go. So now it doesn't matter that we don't know the meaning of eight or consecutive. So are we? We're not mentioning. I mean, we're, our consecutive mention of Crosscan is that are we? Well, I don't know. Do we have to that? start over again? Because now we. I mean, we can't do eight in a row unless we start now and do every episode from now until ninety. Want us to see how far we get? Sure. All right. All right. We'll we'll just see how far we get. Now, who are we going to name the Pantheon of Completeness after? Uh, let's name it after Crosscan's wife. All right. Uh, do we know her name? I don't, but uh, Crosscan, I'm talking about your wife. Give her a point on the spreadsheet. Fantastic. Our next viewer mail is from Adam Hirsch, our friend who most definitely does not work at NPR. He says, bi-weekly means every two weeks, 26 times a year. Semi-weekly means every half week, 104 times per year. We had an argument. I, you know what? I was wrong. I said with great confidence uh, what I thought bi-weekly and semi-weekly meant. You thought uh, they meant the same thing. No, no, no. I No, I definitely thought they meant opposites, just like Adam says, but I thought they were the other way around. Oh. I thought that bi-weekly meant twice a week and semi-weekly meant every other week. Now, I do believe that at least one of these terms, and I don't even know which one, I'm not going to say with any confidence, one of them has been misused so much that the dictionary has now taken on that wrong meaning uh-huh. and so in some dictionaries maybe i'm just going to say i don't know which it is that semi-weekly it says can mean either by week uh, can either mean twice a week or every other week because it's these terms that nobody re- can remember which one is which and well, since dictionaries as my father used to say this is the episode in which my father <laughs> says everything through me uh he says dictionaries are uh i don't even know what he says descriptive not prescriptive what is descriptive? Three times a week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, because he said the dictionary really is just a, a representation of what everybody is using language as, uh-huh. and not like this is what it's supposed to be. It's more of this is what it is. You know what I mean? Well, I but but to argue that your father thinks that the dictionary that he got on his bar mitzvah yes. is the final arbiter of what things well, are I, supposed to because be. Because I think in his twisted logic, he <laughs> thinks all dictionaries begin with his bar mitzvah <laughs> and then move forward from there. So every dictionary since then is only descriptive. And less and less Less accurate. and less accurate as time goes on. Maybe I should clarify for listeners who aren't Ryan Hecht and actually don't know my father personally. He's a little bit nuts, and he does believe that this dictionary that he acquired in 1957... Uh, has what it says about language is the way it is. And there is no fluctuation from that. No anything. Nothing is allowed. There has been no correct evolving of language. Yeah, language has certainly not evolved. Anybody who uses anything that didn't get written in that dictionary is wrong. You are wrong. And this includes pronunciations. Pronunciations, definitions. definitions, Parts of speech. Oh. Origins. We love you, XOP. Yes. But uh, so uh, you owe me something. Right? I Adam owe you, you owe, something. You owe me something because you 
were wrong. You want me to? I could name the pantheon of completeness after you. <laughs> the non-existent. The non-existent pantheon. Of, I'll co-name it after you and Crosscan's wife. Uh, well, well, let's think about it. Yeah, but thank you, Adam, for. I offered. You know what? I offered you coffee this morning. You didn't want any. I'm not a coffee drinker. I offered you hot chocolate. I'm not really much of a hot beverage guy. In fact, I offered you hot chocolate, and I did not offer you coffee because I know you don't drink coffee. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I just skipped ahead to the point at you which did. I thought maybe you'd actually like it. Well, I'm a, it's a little early in the morning for a hot beverage. That's not true. I'm enjoying coffee right now. Newman's French Roast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make noise, and then I thought it was funny, and I laughed, and now I almost got coffee up my nose. That was a disaster. Paul Newman wouldn't enjoy Oh, that, my God. Uh, our next viewer mail comes to us from Olivia W., New York City. Is that her nickname? <laughs> New York City? That's how she signs it. Oh, my God. Olivia has sent us a list of questions. Uh, a, when will the old episodes become available again? Do we want to answer them as we go, or should we read Let's all the questions? Let's answer them as first? we go, because we'll forget what they Okay, were. so A, when will the old episodes become available again? Uh, my answer to that is sometime before, uh, uh, before Groundhog Day. When is Groundhog Day? February, February 2nd. February 2nd. Yeah, before Groundhog Day... Probably sometime between Christmas and Groundhog Day. Okay. Because my goal is to make them all available at once, uh-huh. and not little by little in dribs and drabs, and I just don't think I can get them all done, probably, all until right. after Christmas. Because you are you were, you were improving the sound. I'm trying to go through the older ones, in which the sound quality was really awful, and clean them up. So as long as they're not there right now, we may as well... Yeah, I mean, since I have to them. load them up again from scratch. I mean, I thought maybe we should reenact some of them. <laughs> we could just do that, too. No? Okay. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, B, which are your favorite episodes from the older ones? This is sort of a, 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 a tease, because we don't have the older ones available to you, so, so well, why should the, we promote them? Of the three that are available, which are our favorite <laughs> ones? No, which is your fa- a favorite from just from all time? I think I, I think that the ACPT wrap-up one. Yeah, I really like the ACPT wrap-up one. I thought one. it was good. I, I like it. We talked to a lot of different people, and uh, I listened to that one again recently. Yeah, and it's a good one. It is. When we eventually have them up there again, that's uh, episode 43, and I think that's a good one. Yes. 43 is a good one. It, it, will be, it will be hard for us to top that one this coming year. But we'll try. We will. And we'll fail. Oh. Uh, C, on a cro- Why is her list of questions lettered? What is that? Well, wait till you get down to Oh, e. my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, did I read this? C, on a crossword point, what are your favorite kinds of themes? Or do you prefer themeless puzzles? I prefer themeless puzzles. I'm reading Olivia, but yes. uh, the truth is I also prefer themeless puzzles. I think puzzles. I prefer themeless. You I think do? the Friday puzzle is my favorite puzzle of the week. Is it? Usually. I do like themeless puzzles. I think my favorite themes, though, are ones where there's a, a something to figure out about. The, you have to figure out what it is right. as part of the solving process. Right. As opposed to you just discover what it is. Right. You know, most Monday themes, you can just... You just discover what they are. It's like all words that start with B or something. Right. And there's no figuring it out. But like Thursday themes, you actually have to figure out what's like going on. Like this last Thursday. Yes, definitely. All, all roads lead to Rome. Yeah. It's yeah. very cool. D, why did you start podcasting about crossword puzzles if neither of you is a puzzle maker for a job? Also, and I don't mean any offense, it seems like neither of you would consider yourself expert solvers either. Didn't you win the E division? I won the E division. You did. Doesn't that make me an expert solver? Doesn't E stand for expert? I, I have it a did. trophy. I have a plastic trophy. So you're offended. 
you know what? I'm offended. I know you didn't mean any offense, Olivia W. New York City, but uh, I Why am offended. Why did we start? Stop that? tapping the floor. Stop I'm, doing that. I'm Either sorry. take off your shoes or stop doing that. I have that. happy feet. This. What is this? I have happy feet. You're not a penguin. What is going on? <laughs> I, could, I could have happy feet and not be a penguin. Why did you start podcasting, Ryan? Why? I don't know. What gave you the idea to do this? I, I, I what, yeah, because there wasn't one before. There's lots of things that aren't, and you're not doing them. Well, I had to pick one of them. I can't do all <laughs> so of the things. So you picked this? I can't do all of the things Why couldn't you not. pick something you could do by yourself? Why did you have to suck me into it? <laughs> it seemed like you had some extra time. Oh, did it really? <laughs> and you had a cool microphone, so. No, I didn't. Oh, I had the microphone. Yeah, oh. and then I broke it. Yeah, you did break it. And then I didn't. It just stopped working. Uh, how come the things that you break just stopped working, but the things that I break, I broke? I don't know. That seems right, though. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we start podcasting? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it seemed like there was a there was a void that needed to be filled. Yeah, and we we figured we we should fill it. Oh God. E. Why is my list of questions lettered instead of numbered? That's what I asked just moments ago. Maybe you should ask Mike Nothnagel, and P.S. It wasn't nice to make fun of my misspelling. Who is this? Electra Jablons? <laughs> Telling me not to make fun of stuff? You know what? I'm in a bad mood, Olivia W., and I'm going to make fun of whatever I want. Uh, but that was last year. Last week. Were you in a bad mood last week? You know what? I'm frequently in a bad mood. You are. I wake up, I'm in a bad mood. That's true. The coffee didn't help? No. I don't know why your list is lettered instead of numbered. My guess is because... Maybe you have a, a triskaidekaphobia. What the hell is that? It's the fear of the number 13. And you were worried that maybe that this list would... This is only five items. I'm saying that maybe she worried it would... would worry. Wait a minute. 13? The actress who plays 13 on House is named Olivia something. Oh my god! I just read a thing in Entertainment Weekly that had her picture in it. Her name is Olivia something. So that's probably her. This is her! Olivia Are w. you the one who plays 13? On House? Wow. Did or anywhere else? <laughs> do, you, do you think she just plays 13 everywhere she goes? What about 7 plus 9? What are those characters from Blossom? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who was the girl on Blossom? Is that Blossom. Eight? No, 6. That's right. It was 6. Okay, that you know that? Is worse than the fact that I could make a joke about it. No, the on 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 Star Trek: The Babylon Five. Seven of nine. Seven of nine. Yeah, apparently there were once nine Jerry Ryan's, and she was this one on TV was the seventh one. Oh, really? I have no idea why she was called Seven of Nine. Well, but I, it was Seven of Nine. Jerry Ryan was the actor. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yes. Of course you know. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not as good in Boston Public. I've never seen Boston. Public. Yeah, why I've never bother? Seen... She's not wearing like this skin tight <laughs> unitard on Boston Public. Unitard. It's <laughs> a funny word. Oh, Ryan, you are such a unitard. <laughs> Can I use it that way? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? What is this? Thank you, Olivia W., for generating such phlegm in both of us. All right, our next viewer mail is from Harry Hassel. I won't use the nickname I'm because you, you don't like it. Nickname. How is it not a nickname? Harry, he wants to call you Woodwind. Harry Hassel Woodwind. No, Harry Hassel is a woodwind player. All right. It's sort of like if we called you Ryan Hecht, PDF. <laughs> but he enjoys... It's what you do at your job. No, but he enjoys playing the woodwind. You I don't, don't know that. I'm You've never met Harry. You're, he lives to... across the street from you, and you have never met him. Why don't you get to know your tell neighbors? Me, tell your Harry Hassel story. 
Which story? About the bus. Uh, the other day I got on the bus and uh, Harry Hassel was there on the bus and he was listening to his iPod and I saw him so I tapped him on the leg to say hi and took his earphones out and he said, I'm listening to you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was great. Uh, anyway, so he says, what's the deal with the password anyway? We should, we should clear this up again. Yeah, let's do that. So what happens is we do this contest on the show, and we have a password with it, so that if you listen to the show while you're walking your dog... Or your turtle. Or your turtle or anything, and, and you and so you can't get the whole contest at once, and you need it sort of repeated to you again, you can email us with the password, and we'll send you the text of the contest. And the, the password contest. is so people... We don't want to just post it on the blog because we yeah. only want podcast listeners to have access right. to Right, it's not just to readers, it's to listeners. So you email us and the password signifies that you have indeed listened to the episode. That's right. Yes. And if you haven't listened to the episode, you don't know the password, then you can't. I'm sorry, I've got a little hiccup. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, so that's the deal with the That's password. the deal. And we've gone through several passwords. I think the passwords have been Papelbon, yes. Frank Longo, Pinochle, and Barshavsky. And Cheyenne. Was a password. Oh, Cheyenne and then and Varshavsky. Varshavsky. Those are those are our passwords. Yeah. So we don't know what <clears throat> we don't know what this week's password is. It certainly is going won't to be. be Papelbon, and it certainly won't be Tridecabeco. Like a what, what was Triscidecophobia. Uh, the fear of triscuits. The no, fear of a decker of triscuits. The fear. How many deckers in a triscuit? Just one triscuit. Yeah. Zero. Zero deckers on a single triscuit. Unless if, I mean, it's triscuit representing bread. Yeah. Then zero. No. Triscuits representing the toothpick that goes through the bread. What do you think? I, I'm just asking. How dare you ask? Our final viewer mail comes to us from Daniel Rosen, loser. In light of last week's episode, in which it is determined that the city of Philadelphia is full of cheaters, perhaps an appropriate new nickname would be Daniel Rosen, cheater. Besides, Ryan probably thinks I cheated on the contest anyway. Well, Daniel Rosen lives in Philadelphia, yeah. which is a city full of cheaters. Yeah. And so, using the, the properties of transposition, <laughs> Daniel Rosen... <laughs> Do you think that by using this imaginary word transposition in multiple episodes of this podcast, it becomes a word? I want to get into your father's dictionary <laughs> from 1957. Transposition. Yes, the articles of transposition. The articles of transposition. <laughs> that's what's a, that's what we apply here. Yes. That's the logic. Yes. That's the law of logic. The articles of transposition. Yes. Okay. So Daniel Rosen does become a cheater. Okay. Uh, that. Viewer mail. Closing it up. Much higher. I'm, a, I'm at least a fourth higher this week. Yeah, maybe. How come I can't? Come that on? that's higher. There you go. There you go. All right, you can, go ahead. Go ahead. So now we're just going to talk briefly about the uh, Jeffrey Crosscan Krasnick pantheon of completists. Yes. Uh, we have new members, I guess. To uh, I guess not new members, but new uh, acknowledged members. New acknowledged members. So we're going to acknowledge. Uh, now we're not going to acknowledge people every single time because with each subsequent episode. You know, these people are going to have to listen to episode 83 right. to maintain their membership. We will acknowledge people who we have not acknowledged before. Okay, so we've got uh, uh, Keith Robert Murray, Rainbow Assassin. Yes. Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, A Man About Town. Yes. Todd McKay. Uh-huh. And Mike Nothnagel, Pen Pal Extraordinaire, Constructor of the Friday Puzzle and the Oracle. These are all people we haven't mentioned before, as folks who have listened to every episode. We do have a page up on the on the. We do. There's a link at the top of our blog, POC. That's for Pantheon of Completists. We should probably change that to JCKPOC. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that. So all our right. next segment is called Stick versus Stick Kane. Stick versus Kane. Ryan, I'm just going to leave this to you. Joe Cabrera says, and I still say it was a stick. Now our argument last week was that Don Blake. 
Don Blake is a character in a comic book. In the origin of Thor, he walks into a cave, he finds the cane, yes. and then the cane, he hits the cane and becomes Thor's hammer. Yes. And now Joe Cabrera said it was a stick. Yes. And I said there wasn't a difference between a cane and a stick. There's a big difference. I still don't think there is. But anyway, okay. Joe Cabrera says, and I still say it was a stick. Like, like it's he's in the middle of this, been in the middle of this conversation this whole time. And I still say it was a stick. <laughs> It's not like I like that. That's a that's a nice that's a, that's a nice little trick of 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 literariness, you know, to, to just sort of start in the middle, right. make everybody feel like they're just joining in something that's been going on, right? Uh, Isn't that sort of what it's like to just listen to one episode of this podcast? Don't you feel like you're just jumping into the middle, like, oh, wait a minute, what have they been doing so far? That's why people go back, and why other people just give up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, it's not like it had a curved handle or anything to look like a cane. Although, to be fair, Don Blake called it a gnarled wooden stick like an ancient cane. But it sure didn't look like one. If you found a stick that looked like that, you wouldn't call it a cane. All right, now I'm going to argue a couple of things right here on behalf of Joe Cabrera, Austin Ma, for now. One of them is right here in what Don Blake says, a gnarled wooden stick like an ancient cane. Yes. Because in ancient times, you would use... A stick just as a cane. You would just pick it up off the ground and decide this is a cane. Right. And the ones in all the pictures and drawings show it being, you know, with the curled top and it's very gnarled. And, you know, because they didn't have factories and, and they didn't have lathes and they didn't have, you know, they didn't they, they didn't polish and paint it. They just I, sort of picked I it understand. up and used it. We should just say what your argument was is that it's a stick until he started to use it as yeah, a cane. Yeah, and that's what happened here. He called it a gnarled wooden right. stick like an ancient cane. Not a gnarled wooden stick or an ancient cane, like an ancient cane. It is a stick similar to, akin to, a cane. But as he's, as soon as he uses it as a cane... It is then a, it's a cane. Then it's no longer a stick. Okay, now, here is my argument. We have the original comic book here. I spent $50,000 and I bought <laughs> Journey into Mystery number 83 with the origin of uh, Thor. And he says, in, pa- in this panel, it's a secret chamber, but there's nothing inside except that gnarled wooden stick like an ancient cane. And then in the next panel, he says, I wonder, perhaps by using this as a lever, I can move the boulder. Mm-hmm. And then you see him using it as a lever to mm-hmm. move the boulder. Mm-hmm. So why isn't it now a lever? Uh, okay, it is now a lever. But, but how come it doesn't stay as a lever? How come, how come in the next panel you can, you can call it a cane? In the next panel, he calls it a cane? No. No, he calls it a stick, then a cane, then a lever, then a lever, then a lever again, and then it it turns into Mjolnir. <laughs> right? Isn't that what happens? Yes. Right. But but So he never actually uses it as a cane. No, but then he says in helpless ang- Okay, so he uses it as a lever, yeah. then he uses it as a lever, yeah. and then in the in the description it says in a helpless anger, Don Blake uses the useless cane. Okay. Against the immovable boulder, and as he does so, it turns into Mjolnir. I think this is fine. I don't think that anything is happening out of sequence here. He finds it, it's a stick, right? He finds it, and it's a stick. Then he sees the stick, and he says, this stick is sort of like a cane, right? He still hasn't used it as anything. But right. he has said, this stick is sort of like a cane. Right. Then he uses it as a lever. Right. Which is fine, because if you had a cane, you could use it as a lever. But, right, but is it a? Is this? You saying it's a cane now? Well, or I'm a saying stick? I'm saying that I'm saying that it is still the previous thing while being used as the second thing. It is still a stick while it's used as a cane. It's still a cane while it's used as a lever. 
That's my point. I don't think that you will eventually say, oh, it's now a lever I'm going to use as a stick. Uh -huh. You're not going to go backwards. As long as you're continuing to progress forwards, I think you're okay. <laughs> I think you're wrong. What's... Oh. I think it's always a cane. It's never a stick. It's not always a cane until it's called a cane. But then it why isn't it always a lever? It's when... not always a lever either. But but the only thing it's always is the thing it started as. It's always a stick. But he's not. But he's not going to go back and call it a stick. He's always from this point forward. He's calling it a cane. Yeah. So why can't why why this he... is the article of transposition? <laughs> why in the future does he not call it a lever? Thank God I, I have this lever to use as a cane. Uh, well, because I don't know. But he doesn't call it a cane in the future either. Doesn't he call it the Sword of Mjolnir or no, something? No, because he, he can change it back and forth. When he hits, when he taps Mjolnir on the ground three times, yeah. if he taps it twice, he creates a thunderstorm. Well, here's why. If he why. taps it three times, it turns back into the cane. Then here's why. It's because he only has two full-time uses for this object. Moving boulders is not a full-time use. That was a one-time use. Right. So it doesn't need to be a lever forever. It uh -huh. only needs to be a, le a lever once. <laughs> So he only has two uses for it. Uh -huh. He has Don Blake use, which is a, a cane, uh -huh. and he has Thor use, which is a hammer. Uh -huh. So that's it. <laughs> okay. So, so it, it doesn't ever have to be a lever or a stick ever again. Well, I, it was never a stick. It was no, a cane. No, it started as a stick. I don't think it did. It did. Before Don Blake saw it, it was a stick. That's I I I disagree. You think that if Don Blake had never shown up and the cartoon was about this the comic stick, book. If it was about the stick, do you think the first panel, the stick would have said, Ah, good morning, world. I am a cane. No, but the the cane was created by Odin because it was he was punishing Thor. What? The, That's not in this. No, it's not in this, but it, it is All right, later You need to bring on. that page. That'll be in next week. We need to move along because I've got places to go. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll we will leave this. this as unsettled for now. All right. Our next... Uh, a segment is the Oracle. Mike, yes. Mike Nothenagel, the Oracle. He's finally answered some questions. Our first question was, where does Jonah Kagan live? And he says, Jonah Kagan lives in the greater Los Angeles area. Sorry I can't get any closer than that. California is outside my Oracle Powers calling area. Also we known as the Opka. We actually, we actually went through this last week. That Jonah is from Los Angeles? Yes. He, yeah, but it was Jonah who told us, not Mike. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. So question two, what is the name of the puzzle that Alex Boisvert posts on his blog? I think you pronounced that incorrectly. What is blog. the name of the puzzle that Alex <laughs> Boisvert posts on his blog? Uh, it, Alex Boisvert posts Kaidoku puzzles. Yeah. we. This is also old news. Is it? Mike. What are you doing? Are you traveling through time? What's happening here? Uh, Who are you? Avram Gotchlik? What are you doing? You're answering <laughs> questions from like weeks ago. That's true. And then he says, Kaidoku, of course, is Japanese for Ryan can't remember anyone's name. That is true. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it is. All right, the puzzle of the week. We have a puzzle of the week, puzzle of the quarter month. Puzzle of the quarter month. Yes. Terribly sorry. Uh, this week's puzzle of the quarter month is uh, it's from Tuesday, uh, December 1st. That was a Tuesday in December. And it was created by our friends Jonah Kagan and Vic the Gavel. I thought it was Vic the Gavel... It was created by three people. Jonah Kagan, Vic the Gavel Fleming, and Vic the Gavel Fleming. <laughs> the, and, uh, and This is the puzzle of the week because it's Jonah Kagan's... It was uh, Jonah's debut de in the New York NY2 Times. debut. NY2 NY debut. <laughs> NYT debut. Yeah. Uh, yes. You're one of the only people I know who actually speaks aloud in acronyms. 
Like, you call it the NYT. Yeah, call yeah. it the NYT. It's the New York Times. I know, I'm saving time. And, and, and you're the guy who just can't stomach the, the, the sort of NetSpeak acronyms in chats and emails. No, I... You hate LOL I don't, and BTW I, and wait, IMHO. No, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't hate the existence of LOL. You hate I, using them. I hate the incredible overuse of LOL. Yeah, I you do can't, You can't just write any kind of sentence that ended with LOL exclamation point. No. It just doesn't make think. I mean, LOL means laughing out loud. You can't say, oh, I just stubbed my toe. LOL. Oh, I just had cereal. LOL. You can't just do that. Do you have to do the, yes. touch, the touchdown symbol with your arms? It's ridiculous. Wow. God, I can't stand it. Brian is kind of livid People here. are using it instead of periods now. Yeah. You That's agree true. with me. I agree that people are using it instead of periods. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just the ending of their sentence. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. It's really, I took the bus today. LOL. Yeah, it's awful. It's horrible. But it, no, but but if LOL hadn't been overused, if people just said it when they actually were LOLing, I'm fine with it. NYT. Okay. Wasn't that the Michael Jackson song? <laughs> NYT, pretty young thing. Right, because NYT stands for pretty young thing. Uh, anyway, so with this puzzle, it was it was great. It was great. We're looking at the... Do we have the puzzle in front of us? Bring up the puzzle. Here we are. Here it is. So this, uh, what was the theme of this breakfast. puzzle? Breakfast. Breakfast. Yes, breakfast. Uh, fast. It was actually break fast. Yes. Fast was broken in all of the uh, theme answers. Fairy dust. Yes, it Starts was fast with was broken with iridu. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Falcon crest. Was broken up with Ulkencre. Uh Father knows best. Was broken up with Thernosba. And Fall Harvest. Broken up with La Harva. Actually, I think it's Ya Harva. La Harva. Ya Harva. La Harva. <laughs> Don't do that with your tongue. <laughs> La Harva. Uh, this was a great puzzle. It, it was, was just really a good. fun Tuesday puzzle. Uh, congratulations to Jonah. Congratulations to Vic. Thank yeah. you, Vic, for not making me nauseous this week. And and a fun theme. Uh, really. It was just a, it was a fun theme. You know, an original original idea, well executed. I'm curious, Vic and Jonah, whichever one of you listens to this and gets back to us, how did this theme come about? Yes. I want to know. I want to know more about this. Whose idea was it? Did one of you come up with the idea and share it with the other? You guys are friends. I don't quite understand how you know each other or anything, but uh, Explain. tell us what this collaboration process I have an like. idea of how it came. Yeah? What's I, your idea? I think somebody just thought, looked at the word breakfast and thought of the thing. Oh, okay. Break fast. Sounds reasonable. Don't you think? It's a lot better theory than your last one about Jonah Kagan. Which was? When he had exciting news, it was that he was subscribing to a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. You were right. I was right. You were right last I was week. right. I concede. Yeah. I Thank concede you. the point. Thank you. So let's talk about last week's contest. Last week we had a contest. Ryan had taken a flight uh, on... Uh, Airtran. Airtran and did the in-flight puzzle and it had it featured the the clue was uh letting go of a ball and then booting it when it bounces off the ground the worst clue ever yeah the answer was drop kick yes so, so the, the contest was to come up with a better clue for drop kick and we got a lot of cool ones we did and we just we did not limit this to crossword clues we also accepted cryptic clues or, right. or other kinds of puzzles anything that would set up drop kick uh, so we got from uh, Keith R. Murray, uh, Rainbow Assassin, Truck Transformer. Okay. Apparently there's a Transformer character named Dropkick. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know that either. Uh, from Andrew Carla Michaels, uh, the clue was, what to do with dead iPhones? There's an app for that. Yeah, there's yeah. always an app for that. Uh, Jonah Kagan says, two souls to the solar plexus. I like this one. Yeah, I could good. see this one in a crossword puzzle. Yeah, that could work. 
Uh, Bruce Sutphin suggested common result of Dagwood asking for a raise. Another, That's in the Blondie cartoon, yes, right? Blondie the cartoon. comic strip. Yes. Uh, uh, Michael Marcus says Flutie maneuver. Yes, Doug Flutie uh, is most recently. I think he ended his uh, football career with a dropkick play. Very, very rarely seen in the NFL. What are the? So you just the quarterback just takes the ball and basically, it? yeah, basically does the does the job of a punter, I suppose. What is the point? I'm not really certain. I think it's I think it's to trick the defense. I think I think if if you don't know that it's coming, it can be a surprise, and there's probably a way to get an advantage of some is sort. Somebody supposed to catch it? I think so. You know what? It's very unclear. I don't understand football enough to know why it would be clever or why Flutie did it. I don't really know. Somebody out there must know more about football than I do and can explain this. Please explain it. Uh, Joanne M. Sullivan says 86 times 2. I don't understand this one at all. I don't either, but it ends with a question mark. So my, my question back to you, Joanne M. Sullivan, is 86 times 2? <laughs> what, what is 86 times 2? Well, I think 86 is like, you know, diner speak for don't use this. You know? Uh-huh. I, you know, uh, give me the, oh, you know, okay. the local breakfast, but 86 the bacon. So drop the so bacon drop the bacon, or kick or the or bacon. Kick, yeah, I, oh. think, I think that's the idea. Oh, I was thinking 160, 72. 172? Uh, I think it is 172. Ah! It only took you a little bit of... Uh, that was that was tough. It was yeah. tough. Uh, anyway, our winner, though, is Todd McKay. The cryptic clue. It's a cryptic clue. Do you ever do cryptics? I, I've tried occasionally. I like cryptics. The, the big thing with cryptics, to understand maybe before we read this answer, is that most in cryptic crosswords, most clues uh, are in two parts, where part of the clue... Like, the clue as a whole doesn't really mean anything. Right. But part of the clue is a definition, and part of the clue is wordplay that spells out the answer. Right. That's most of them. They don't all work that way, but most do. And this one does follow that plan. And the clue he gave is, weenie stuffed with ground pork is old-fashioned pigskin option. Four, four. Yes. Most cryptics also tell you the enumeration right. of the answer. And so the way this works is we've got... Uh, the definition part is old-fashioned pigskin option, we because drop, a drop kick drop is an, an old-style football play. Uh -huh. And weenie stuffed with ground pork, you take the word pork, ground pork suggests that you scramble up the letters. Uh -huh. And if you scramble up the letters P-O-R-K as R-O-P-K and stick it into the word dick, or which is slang for weenie, you get drop kick. Very, four four. very clever. Incredibly clever. Incredibly clever. Yeah, yeah. that's... Very clever. So, Todd McKay, you're our winner. If you'd like a Kendoku book, please tell us. And if not, I will send you this yodeling pickle. No, we won't. Oh, We're okay. giving that away at Lollapuzula 3. Uh, the Contest of Now. The Contest of Now comes to us from Peter Gordon. Commissioner Peter Gordon. The contest is, take a current ad slogan, remove a P, remove any punctuation marks, close up the space, and toggle the capitalization of all but one letter, and you'll get a product from a rival. What is it? All right. It's a little, little complicated, I think, to wrap your head around. It is. So if you need that in, uh, in text form, you can email us the password. And this week's password is? Kaidoku. 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 Uh, look, over there, it's a gnarled <laughs> stick being used as a lever over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> Rainbow 
30th by three-and-a-half-year-old Oliver Hill. Types of traps. Types of traps. We had uh, a light trap, a speed trap, as quiet as a mouse <laughs> trap. No? Am I not doing this right? A blue no. trap, a foot trap, a booby trap. <laughs> oh, it was only the ends of things. Just the ends of things. So, Just so. the end of the booby. I see. Just the <laughs> Nipple trap. <laughs> I shouldn't have talked while you did the buzzer. I'm sorry. Tuesday, what am I doing? Tuesday, December 1st, by Jonah Kagan and Vic the Gavel. Fleming. <laughs> this was our Thor Hammer Puzzle of the Week puzzle. That's right. Uh, fantastic. Jonah, congratulations. Vic, you've been here before, but it was still fun. Yes. Okay, good. Wednesday, December 2nd, by Jack McInturf, who is, I think, almost 80 years old. Seriously? Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, haste makes waste. He it had, does. Uh, uh, th- it's phrases that you take out the H and you replace it with the W, and you get different phrases. Yes, you do. So picture of health becomes picture of wealth. Uh, so proudly we hail becomes so proudly we wail. And waste makes haste becomes haste makes waste. <laughs> exactly. Very clever. Yes. Thursday, December 3rd by Matt Ginsburg and Pete Mueller. This was one of the hardest Thursdays you've ever tried to do. It is. I did not find it quite so hard. I thought it was very, very hard. I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was very clever. Uh, All roads lead to Rome. The center square was the word Rome. And diagonally coming in from each of the corners were types uh, of roads. Locking, private. Unpaved. uh, Winding. uh, Winding, yeah. But, you know, the the, the bottom part, 70 across, locked. The answer was gob. Yeah. I thought that was very difficult. Okay. Did you not? You, you got that right away? I, I don't know that I got it right away, but I think the downs, uh, I was able to get there. Stung, Arco, and Earbob? Well, Earbob was tough, but, you know, with NCO going across, I mean, it's Did not... Did you put Earbud? No, I don't think I thought it was Earbud. Oh, I, I put Earbud. Well, an Earbud is not a bit of jewelry. An I Earbud is a it, kind of headphone. But it's what the first thing I put in. Really? That's the first thing you put in? <laughs> well, after In the I entire got... puzzle, that's the first thing you put in? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Friday, December 4th by The Martin. first thing I put in, I'm just going to say, was Denver Omelette Like, I got the theme very quickly Really? Well, not, yeah I mean, I saw that, it wasn't the first thing, but it was very early in the game Denver Omelette and Crossing with O Romeo Like that, it was that Juliet thing, what was the clue? Cry from Juliet Like, it was three letters, I couldn't figure out what it was And all I could think of was Romeo was right. supposed to be part of it And then Denver Omelette kind of jumped out at me uh, I do love breakfast food. You and, do. Uh, Denver omelets, fantastic. They, they are. Yeah. What do they call them in Denver? Do they just call them omelets? I think I was in Denver, and I think I had. They a... call it a local omelet. <laughs> the omelet of here. <laughs> I, I think I was with Max in Denver, and I said I'll have a Denver omelet. I want to try some of the local cuisine, something like that. Of course you did. <laughs> you are such a nerd. <laughs> Friday, December fourth, by Martin Ashwood Smith, who is not from New Zealand. He's not. He's he's Canadian. He's Canadian. He is. So he's not Martin Ashwood Smith crossword Dundee. We need to come up with a different name for him. Kiwi. You've been that's that's New Zealand. Yeah, I said he's not from New Zealand. So he can't be crossword Dundee. What? You called him crossword Dundee. Did I? Yeah, months ago. Oh, that's clever. And then for like three weeks, you argued that it was a confusing nickname because he wasn't actually from Australia. Oh, well then Martin Ashwood Smith buggerhead. No, let's not go there. Martin is a very nice guy. I've traded emails with him. Stephen Grimaldi Grant can be a bugger, but not Martin Ashwood Smith. This was great. Martin, you know what? I talked about this on the blog. He does these triple stacks of 15s at the top and bottom of his puzzles. Yes. 
and this is like a thing. If you go to jimhornsexpertinfo.com and look up former grids by Martin Ashwood Smith, you'll see that he does this like half of his puzzles have this feature. It's very difficult to do, I'm assuming. I I think it must be. I think it must be. Uh, And this is very very good puzzle. And the the, 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 the design was very cool. It was. Like an O in the middle. Yep. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, it's very, very clever. Three-course meal. Out of one's league. I didn't like the repeat of ones. Out yes. of one's league and open one's heart. But, yeah. What are you uh, going to do? do? Exactly. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Saturday, December 5th by Brad Wilbur. I liked this puzzle. I liked this puzzle a great deal. It was fun. It was full of fantastic entries. Uh, X-Yankee, Bush v. Gore, UV Index, uh, Okie Doke. There's just some terrific things. Yes. Nice combination of letters and words and... I, I very much like and this nicely puzzle. solvable, solvable and consistent throughout. Yes, very very. This one of the more enjoyable Saturdays I've done in a while. A plover. Now, do you know what a plover is? I it's some kind of a something. I uh, knew it the other day. Kind of a puet. Yeah, it's a kind of a puet. What is it? A, a, a bird? Yeah, no. I believe it's a it's bird. A bird. A I plover so. is a bird. I think so. I, I don't know. Sunday, December sixth, by Patrick Berry. Double break point. Yeah, you took normal terms and uh, the second word of the term. Start, so start, you added the letter. For, it was the last letter of the first word you added to the beginning of the second word. I didn't say that well at all. <laughs> Two word term. Eh, forget it. <laughs> sports scar. Yeah, you started with sports car. And then you take the S at the end of sports, double it so that it's at the beginning of car, you get sports scar. There's no way to explain no, this. No, there isn't. Changing but rooms becomes changing grooms. Troop. Leaders becomes troop pleaders. Mixed emotions becomes mixed demotions. Yes. My it, only issue with this was actually the re, the, the repeat of age. Atomic where? age becomes atomic cage, and new ager becomes new wager. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I didn't like that, that age was used twice. I know not exactly, because once it's age and once it's ager, but mm-hmm. still, I was a little disappointed in that. So you're disappointed? No. Overall, I was I was okay with this. A few weeks ago, you know, we ranted about Patrick Barry because of the the Greco-Roman number letter thing. You remember that? The Greco-Roman. That's what you got all twisted about what was Greek and what was Roman. It was Greek letters, fraternity names. Oh right! Oh my God! Are you with me? I now I am. Okay. Now I am. It was... And uh, and so we, I I then did five Patrick Barry puzzles in a row. Right, 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 right. Do you remember any of this? I do. I'm saying yes. I remember. Have we started? <laughs> How old is that? That is... As old as the hills. Antidiluvian. Antidiluvian. I didn't know what antidiluvian meant. I don't either. I still don't know what it means. I guess it means old. I think it means puet. <laughs> it means against diluvian. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. Isn't that the car that Michael J. Fox and Christopher yes, Lloyd used? It was a diluvian, yes. right? So people who don't like time travel are anti-diluvian. Anti-diluvian.